Grand Moth Tarkin. I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moth Tarkin, delicately curated. Nope. Wait. Delicately curated, oh. long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga. Brought to you in we oh, No, I always forget it. Taylor. Taylor. Okay, Taylor to the fodder. Mo- to yeah. the fodder and fodder Taylor <laughs> to the modern fanatic. Cool. I'm going to And then over. after that, okay, I'm keeping this in, but That's start fine. over. <laughs> if you he want does to. this. He does this. Yeah. It's going to take like 10 times. It's okay. Be fine. Cool. Okay. Welcome to Grand Moth Talkin', delicately curated long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga. Tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you in weekly increments. Close yeah, enough. Close, close enough. enough. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You've got it, it, sweetie. Oh my gosh. By the. By the. By the. Loquacious. <sighs> oh yes. Yeah. Soothing yeah. host. Uh huh. Voice. Voices. Voices of your hosts. <laughs> <laughs> now you got this part because you know our names. <laughs> this should be the easiest. Oh, yeah, not, oh, I like it. how it starts. I'm doing it this way, Riley. Uh, I'm irritated. Isaac. Okay. That's a good introduction, <laughs> guys. Good. Boy. Anyway, Jasmine's hosting this episode. Hey. Hi, yeah. Hey. We're, we're, I'm hosting an episode. That's it. We're, we're done. We're Wars. done with the episode. Yep. We're talking about Star Wars. And I don't think a whole lot else needs to be said, to be honest yep. with you. Honestly, we just had this idea. Someone sent this idea. Oh, what did they idea? send it on, by the way? What had happened? What did happen? I'll what tell you what happen? did happen. I'll give you one hint. Look up at your nearest electrical pole. What's dangling off of it? Tell is it that cord? I don't think so. No, it's, no. it's it is Discord. It is. Oh, did this start on Discord? Yeah, it sure did. I honestly, you mean the not. Discord that we have? Okay, spinning in a nurse said it. I would like to know how each podcaster would rank all eight movies, including Rogue One. Now, Jasmine, a certain someone. Spinning in an inner, previously mentioned. I can't say my ends that fast. <laughs> well, I can. He said, <laughs> "Like Eminem, you can like do stuff with your voice." <laughs> he said after suggesting that we rank the movies about where we should not rank one movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he say? Exactly. Just closed I just, it I down. just closed it because you took so long. <laughs> did you just think that I wasn't gonna ever yes. finish my sentence? He said he was gonna have to send an um, angry yes, email. Yes. Puts Rogue One in their top four. I will be ah. writing in a strongly worded email. Winky face. Well, better turn that wink to me, bud. And me. Spoilers. I don't know where I'm going to rank Rogue One. I the oh. other three people have thought this out. They have notes that they're looking I thought at it out their for phone. Five seconds. Yeah, by thought it out, you mean my like... notes contain numbers and the abbreviations for the movie. So yes, I do have notes. Yeah, well, I just have go. numbers. Two minutes before we started recording, we're like, oh yeah, we should do this. And so, I haven't even thought about it. Let's mention this, please. We are going to do two rankings, best movies mm-hmm. and favorites, because for me, those are different things. And that usually for me means the ones I go back and rewatch the most, which I wouldn't it's sometimes aren't necessarily. Holy cow. What now? What were you imitating there when you made that voice? What was that an imitation you? of? You when you whenever why, you talk about it, you're like attack of the clones. But why is that a funny voice, though? Who else sounds like that in the world? You mm. are the only and one I who am sounds what? like that. I'm what? Ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> Jasmine, what are we doing? Period. All right. Well, we are going to talk about our uh, best 
Star Wars movies. Not our favorite best. <laughs> no, nope, I'm so the bad best. at this. Let's talk about what we think the best Star Wars movies are. Okay. So, uh, we Jay, know, how are we going to do this? We're going to go around the table. We're going to talk about what we think the best ones are, and then we're going to say what our favorite ones are because it may be different for a few of us. So we're going to. I think what we just decided was we're going to read our list. I say we start from the top and go down, mm-hmm. just normal listy style. Mm-hmm. But we we've decided that we will refrain from commenting on each other's list until yes. we've gone around, and then we will yell at each other. And my mic will stop working as it has done several times. I think through sabotage. And like I think I mentioned before, like it, it'd be kind of cool if um, we could like just give like a quick like one two sentence explanation as to why it's in its spot, like our, our very if quick rationale. Mm. Or do you want to just go like one two three four five six, and then we'll yeah chastise just me. Do it. Get yeah. Out of the way. But we're going to all go around, I think, first before okay. we start chastising one another. Also, it's going to be a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Mafia there's, style. There's eight movies, right? It's going to be like the Red Wedding from uh, Contest of Chairs. Yes. Okay, I've got them all. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yes. I don't like Star Wars Yes, co-host of Star Wars Podcast. I don't like Star Wars that much. All right. Stars. So. We're doing best first, right? Doing yes. best first. Okay. Best. best to worst. Let's go to Jake. We're going one through eight or eight through one. What are you saying? Start what? Start at the. Oh, I'm going to start at the top. Start at the top. Set. Yeah. Or okay. should I start at the bottom? Start wherever you Let's want. Let's start at the bottom. Bottom. Yeah. That creates the drama. Bottom. What drama. is the worst Star Wars? Tell film? me. Easy. Yeah. Better, easy. Super easy. Super easy to pick. What are you saying? The worst Star Wars movie. Go ahead. Okay. So on my list of bests, starting at the bottom, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Return of the Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Rogue One. The Force Awakens, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Close. Okay. Close, but no yeah, cigar. That, you, your middle's a little messy. We, no we comment. You refrain from commenting. <laughs> it will not happen. You okay. hypocrite. That wasn't okay. a comment. Riley. Revenge of the Sith. Worst movie of all time ever made. No comments. No comments. Okay, I'm sorry. Start I'm sorry, over. I'm sorry. Revenge of the Sith. Worst movie of all time. Oh, Attack boy. of the Clones. Phantom Menace. Whoa. Return of the Jedi. A New Hope, Rogue One, Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back. Isaac? That was from worst to best, by the way. <laughs> the expressions okay. around the table are the best part, and the <laughs> listeners won't get it. The best Star Wars movies from worst to best. Oh, boy. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Phantom Menace, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to say from worst to best. From worst to first. From worst to first. Attack of the Clones. <sighs> we almost had it there. Revenge of the Sith. Phantom Menace. Return of the Jedi. Rogue One. <gasps> the Force Awakens. <gasps> A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. So we all almost had the... Worst and best. Yeah, that yeah. Had the best. That's the incredible, guys. That's way more similar than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, what's interesting is that we all, except for Jasmine, you were one off. Yeah, we all yeah. agree that Revenge I of the Sith. I still think Attack of the Clones is so bad. But, I, but Revenge of the Sith is just the worst movie ever made uh, by humanity. It's not. I love that movie. But oh. you know, well, you know what we're doing right now is we're ranking pizza. I've never had pizza that I thought was disgusting. I have. Well, shut up. Play so, with Jake. It's called Revenge of the Sith. Play with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> no! This is a little segment we like to call Play with Jake. Play the song. 
He's rubbing my arm in a creepy, <laughs> fingery way, and I don't like. Oh boy, Great <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Listen back to Trouble on Cloud City. Or don't. So yeah, I mean, Revenge of the Sith. I, I think what I'm really going by is the last time that I watched the movies, how I felt about them, which is basically how I work in my brain. And Revenge of the Sith, although I love that movie and it has some of the most emotional moments, I think that through discussing it, we kind of found the most problems with it. It seemed like there was the least. I agree. Like, yeah, what's up, Jazz? But. I cringe way more watching Attack of the Clones than hmm. Revenge of the Sith, and I can't get past that. My thing with Revenge of the Sith at the bottom is that was it was almost the easiest choice for me because from Jump Street, I felt like it's... Now, wait a minute. So originally, 21 Dump, Dump Street was on your list. <laughs> it was at a special nine, nine spot. 22 is a 10. 21 Dump Street. 21 Dump Street. <laughs> None of us can talk. Uh, this is a good show. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith, from the first time I... I remember the first time I watched it, when I was 14 years old in the movie theater, I'm like, Uh-oh. there was a lot going on in that movie, and it was it was kind of cluttered. And that's always kind of been my take on Revenge of the Sith, is there is a whole lot going yeah, on. How, how older? How much older he was than me? Jasmine was, like, counting on her fingers, like, trying to figure out how old Isaac was. <laughs> was I? You no, I was 13 and a half. 2005. No, wait, how old? I'm 26. Okay. Hey, I'm two, All right. I 2006. Was 15 <laughs> oh, I really can't talk. You were 15 in <laughs> really 2005? Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was 13 and a half. You're older no, than I Isaac? No, <laughs> you were not. I was 10. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know. You were 10. You were oh, born in 95, How are you 30 right? now? <laughs> hey, that... How long um, did you crawl back in the womb for? <laughs> She's from a planet that spins faster, so the revolutions of the sun are... I did not know so a word of that. The grass what? <laughs> oh, well, actually, the, the thing about the Revenge of the Sith is that the, the things couldn't actually happen in space, and there's no voice in space. And... Uh-oh. <laughs> what voice was that? <laughs> what was that voice that, that we just his, did? That was his Neil deGrasse Tyson voice. <laughs> Why oh, did it take man. that shape, I wonder? <laughs> Riley's going to have fun it's with those It's in. Oh, my God. Dot com. But, yeah, Revenge of the Sith, there's, there's almost too much going on for me. Like, it's... For me, it's it's less a movie, but it's more like a montage. As George Lucas likes to misuse the word, so will I. <laughs> okay, it, it's a movie that takes so much prior knowledge of Star Wars. Yeah, to work it does by, not stand it on its own the at last all. One for a long time. Yeah, so you'd think it would be a combination of all of them, but Isaac. Too. So yeah, you're, it's it's, it's at the bottom of your list too. So I, f- I know I don't know. What I'm <laughs> it sucks. Okay, that's I my not commentary think, on it. Here, here's an important thing. First of all, this is stupid that we're doing this. <laughs> this is a These really conversations dumb episode. are so vapid and worthless. <laughs> Thanks, but it's super fun for us. Gotta Guys, work. why is Revenge of the Sith at the bottom? Oh, it's a poorly made movie with a bad shot shut, and shut, sucky shut, acting, and it's shut, just the worst shut, movie. It's almost like one person can't be objective. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. This is a great discussion. <laughs> All great debate is born from this sucks. Shut up, shut up, shut up. This sucks. This, shut up, shut up, shut up. That was made a joke. <laughs> See, I can't decipher um, between Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones. They're Do you both... not know that they're different movies? Shut up. They're... <laughs> they're both pretty much the same level of badness to me. Oh, my goodness. They're different to me because uh, Revenge of the Sith was put forth as this, you know, finally Star Wars is getting darker. This is a darker movie. 
He kills some kids. It's not a dark movie. It's like the cheapest. I like way how you kind of shrug that part. He kills some. No, it's it the attack the clown. He kills the women and the children. <laughs> it's that the was cheapest the way you can show. <laughs> it's the cheapest way you can show someone being bad. Is he does like the worst possible? What's the worst possible thing you, you know? Can do? Domestic, Kill kids. Domestic violence and infanticide. It's 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 it it's, is what it is. It's, it's so cliche when that happens. <laughs> like when kids die in real is. life, it's no. kind of like. If you, want to show, yourself, if, you want, if you want to show that you have a bad guy, what do you do? I you totally have them kill kids. Yes. And it's just like, it all happens so quickly, and it's, it, it is not earned. This is like the his spoiler thing the all dark, over again. His, it's like Jake and I are married, and His, his turn to the dark side is not Jake earned. And Iron we have like dueling yards. We're trying to landscape different ways. <laughs> Iron We're Mary, debating Iron on where Mary, the Iron Mary. property line is. I said that into a mirror. What? <laughs> Bloody Mary. So... <laughs> The drink? I, yes. For me, it's just like, it hurts my heart to rank it last. Um, it hurts my heart that it exists. Well, <laughs> it hurts my heart that you exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quality show. I love this episode. Probably my favorite episode we've ever done. It really is. But, like, I, the emotional moments of that movie. Oh, God. Sorry. There's emotional moments. You never had this much. You know what? I'm about to give Jake the spray bottle. Excuse me, I'm the host. I should have the spray bottle. She should have the spray bottle. Am I allowed to speak my mind? You know what? The last time we talked about Revenge of the Sith, I had known you for like two weeks. Now I felt like you needed to be nice. Yeah, now I feel comfortable (laughs) talking about honestly how terrible this movie is. Okay, whatever. But let me speak as a human being for a second. Sure. There are moments in that movie that really work for me every time I watch it, and one of those moments is the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin, which I genuinely kind of gets me emotional at the you know the very end of the fight, and I find there the prolonged kind of over the top nature of it fitting for the like finale to Star Wars as a whole, which it was. Oh my god, what this? I don't burp when you guys are talking. I'll start. It wasn't into the microphone. I couldn't hear it. Also, speaking as someone who's not the host, we are talking about the best movies, not our favorite moments. So, oh, yeah. like in True. terms of filmmaking. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You know what? Take it so, all back. Uh, it, I do think that I felt objectively after looking at all the things that it was it was kind of... Messy? It was a little mess. I don't even know about that. But it's just like when you pick it apart, it's like, it doesn't really hold together so well. But I don't pick it apart when I watch it so. See, to me, they're both rough, they're both messy, but the acting is just slightly better in Revenge of the Sith. True. Only by Ewan McGregor, because he's in it more. But that's enough Ian to McDonald's put it... Ian McDonald's is pretty good, too. That's he's enough okay. to put it yeah. a little better. Those were my two things I liked when we talked about it. Ian McDonald and Ian Mc... <laughs> McDonald's. Onion McGregory. Ervin McDonald and Evan McGregor. Okay, okay, let's move on. Attack so, of, yeah, Attack of the Clones yeah. Yeah, let's talk about is the same sort of deal with me, except I feel like... A New Hope and Attack of the Clones are the only two Star Wars movies where I know it's happening. Hold on. What's happening in this Hold sentence? on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. The only two movies that I Time can hold. I can see them. I can tell that they came out in the year they were released, if that makes any sense. Where I feel like huh. Empire Strikes Back doesn't feel like it came out in 1980, but A New Hope feels like it came out in 77. I feel like Attack of the Clones definitely feels like it came out in 2002. I can True. totally feel yeah, that. That that's, makes sense. That's, good. that's a good explanation. I think that Return of the Jedi feels like it came out in the 80s. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Only because there's, like, so much cocaine in that movie. Only because they keep saying it's true enough. every two seconds, too. <laughs> like, it was really distracting. Every time Princess Leia turns around and goes, this is the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> like, occasionally she would say, Jabba, calm down, it's the 80s. <laughs> 
Okay, um, so can we go through because we had very similar bottom movies. Yeah. You guys don't Our like middles are mixed up price, a little price. bit mm-hmm. though. Yeah. We might want to call it the mixed middle. Yeah. The mixed middle. I don't like that term. So what is the like highest you guys okay, ranked like no, TFA really high, I feel like. I Did put we really have, We all had the prequels bottom three, right? No. No. No, I did not. Okay, what was your third then? A New Hope. Uh, my, no. I mean, my sixth? My third yes. one? Yeah. Rank your bottom three. My, mm, from bo- bottom my three. problem was, I feel like ours middles were so different because for me it was kind of jumbled as to like there wasn't much separation. So I feel like there was kind of a big gap between I had Rogue One number six and Attack of the Clones. Number seven, not for any real reason. It just kind of kept falling one spot more down. I Rogue feel, One. Because I have returned. I kept the, falling more down. Yeah, I have returned the Jedi in Rogue One at number five and six, and both of those I think stand out because of their third acts. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people like Rogue One's third act more than the Return of the Jedi's, and even on Sundays. On Sundays. Do, <laughs> on Sundays, I do too. Specifically. <laughs> Specifically on Sundays. You dedicate that day for a Rogue One. Rogue One. B, Rogue Two. Rogue Two. Exactly. <laughs> End of discussion. I think the I bumped up Return of the Jedi one more spot than Rogue One for the reason I think Jake would put it down because I know you talked about how it's kind of like a couple different movies. Return of the Jedi is, and I kind of like that. Did I say they're that? good movies? I think I said that about uh, your face. Oh, <laughs> I'm just well, like the Jabba's Palace. How that's kind of like a. They oh. are kind of two different. That does movies. feel like. I remember own, that though, episode. Like, you did kind of like talk true. about Return of the Jedi's filmmaking. Didn't really resonate with you as much as the other I just like both trilogy. those movies yeah it I think that is what stands out to me because I have Return of the Jedi at um number third from the bottom oh I that's don't, okay I don't map so and it's once again we're ranking some things that I love we're ranking pizza so it's not like I don't like any of these movies unlike Except you Revenge of the Sith. haters yeah. no I like I'm, it I'm gonna be fine after Revenge of, we're done talking Revenge I thought that we were and you brought it up <laughs> You hater. You should say no. So, time. Return of the Jedi, like I do feel on a filmmaking level, that it doesn't hold up as well as the first two of that trilogy. Like it, it, it seems noticeably a bit more dated to me. I don't want to put Rogue One too high, and that's my own fault because I don't want to fall victim to recency bias. Oh, and I feel like that fall victim. It well, feels good. I mean, if if we come back here in five years and I rank it higher, then so be it. But you're but, doing best. We're not doing favorites yet. That's what that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Even recency bias as term is like in terms of good filmmaking. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. see if Rogue One holds up as a good Star Wars movie and not just a yeah. popcorn flip. I think the problem with Star Wars is you can also easily fall victim to nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen Star I've Wars seen Return of the Jedi so many times mm-hmm. more than I've seen Rogue One. Right. That's oh, why it's yeah, probably right. higher up on my favorite yeah. list than what I think is. Is it best. really is is if you really think about it, is Return of the Jedi better than Rogue One? According to that video that they keep recommending to me on YouTube, <laughs> Fault in Our Stars, why real fans don't the like Fault in Our Scripts, I think, is what it is. It's so annoying. It's called The Fault in Our Stars, why the scripts for those movies yeah, fail. I watched a Ugh. great video on why The Force Awakens is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like that Was kind it of made video. by Jacob Kreitz? Because I feel <laughs> nope. that way. It oh, was okay. great, though. I don't remember making a video. So it was great. Cool. Was it the documentary released by uh, Lucasfilm on the bonus features <laughs> where they talk about how awesome they were? <laughs> no. Boy. Did it end with copyright Disney 2006? No. <laughs> and somehow, like, never mentioning the name Michael Arndt, except in, like, oh, yeah, he wrote the first draft. It was really good. <sighs> Michael Arndt, more like and Michael then... is. But he, but he didn't. Oh, that's right. <laughs> more like Michael didn't. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway, Jasmine, like, great job. Great. Jasmine, wait, give us your top three. Oh, wait. your top threes. My top three? Top three. For best. Best. So my 
the one I think is the best is Empire. Did we all have Empire? Mm-hmm. We all had. We all had yeah. Empire. We all the top. That's. Uh, I don't. It's true though. Yeah, that's that's the problem. I guess it, it's kind of hard to dispute. And also, beyond that, even like since 1980, everyone's been trying to make Empire Strikes Back, and I think it gets points for that. The influence yeah, that everyone's had. like literally it. Guardians of the Galaxy two this year follows. Especially find like the twist at the end where Gamora and uh Peter Quill are brother and sister. That does happen for sure. And that was a complete <laughs> ripoff too. It was. Yeah. Did everyone have a new hope number that two? Didn't happen. I do not have a new hope number two. Oh if I, I had could, New Hope number two. If I could put a New Hope and a, and The Force Awakens side by tied, side. I would, I think. If they were like hugging brothers. Yeah. Just Hugging Brothers. New Hope wasn't. <laughs> New Hope wasn't in my top. If four, only they were Hugging Brothers. Wait, what? New Hope wasn't my top. Ooh, explain. Three. Have, yeah, give me your top three. I have Empire, TFA, Rogue One, in my top three best movie. If we're talking best movies, okay. I I, am, I respect you as a, as a human being, unlike you to me. <laughs> I am a very staunch supporter of. This is gonna get hate from a lot of people, including my wife. Um, Who? I'm Your a wife. staunch. My wife. I'm a staunch supporter that just because a movie is old and was considered great back in the day does not mean that it's a good movie by today's standards. So you're Fair. saying New Hope, not a good movie. I'm saying Casablanca is not a good movie. Hmm. I'm saying a lot that of... That is a stupid I know. thing to say. Sure. It's a lot, we'll of old, a lot of old movies <laughs> like that. If you look through them, if you looked at them through the lens we have of, of modern movie making, I don't think they're as good. Maybe that's just because I'm from this era. Yeah, I think but the, you have a weird. But the brain. over the the act like acting was just not as good back then. I'm sorry. There was, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Sure, it was different, and it would, but it did, but when I watch it now, <laughs> when See, I watch them now, no, I'm the when I watch them now, wrong. and when I watch <laughs> the prequels, going back to that era is not a great thing for me because, I, sure, maybe that was the style back then, but that it doesn't it never feels natural. There's no way people talked like that back then. I am really glad that you said. Maybe the worst opinion I've ever heard anyone say. Yeah, I'm glad I can take that heat away from the rest of the podcast. I said the worst thing. I I fully agree. It's a weird. Casablanca is bad, actually. Yeah, Bradley no, Bowman no, acting was I don't not think, good. No, People again, didn't know how to, I don't think it's the a, only good movies are superhero blockbusters. That, it doesn't mean it's a bad no. <laughs> you know, I don't think that. Bradley it's not, only talks about them. I don't think they're bad. Like they shouldn't get a. They don't resonate with you as a person. That they don't get extra points just for existing. I don't think that they should be held like those. Those should not be the standard to which we hold all modern movies. Like, oh, is this movie as good as Casablanca? Like, they're they're not. It, movies are so different now. I just can't yes. rate movies from that long ago as highly as movies now because I like movies now a whole lot more, and I think they're better. Here's where I, we can come together as friends and in podcast. Oh, I would love that. Let me nice been, if we were friends. We've been fighting bit. this whole episode. I'd like to make amends. I have bruises on my soul. We're holding hands. We're holding hands. If you're watching at home, here's where I came to class and take a picture. Wait, I'm actually gonna. Here's how I feel about this. Okay. <laughs> I do feel that it. Oh, we're done. <laughs> we got the picture. We can stop. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel that like there is a uh, old guard of, of movie criticism, and it's obviously taught in film school and things like that. That like guys, these are the best movies. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the 70s, like, that was the best time for film. Period. No discussion. And it's like, those discussions should keep happening. There are still great films being made today. And it's different because the blockbuster movies are not necessarily the best movies being made right. today. But, but there are good movies you. made today that are you know, that have great acting that I think... I think you take the best acting in a movie today, 
not in a modern blockbuster, but just mm-hmm. maybe a smaller film. I think it blows anything from that era out of the water. This gets into a philosophical debate yeah. of, do you give more credit to the one who came up with the idea or the person who improved upon it? Can I channel my inner Isaac right now? Do it! Okay, so... I don't, has this happened before? I don't know if this has ever happened. I don't know if it's going to be correct. <laughs> I, think it, I think it will be. I'm gonna, I know my character pretty well. I'm going to make a sports analogy. Woo! Woo! So... ESPN music. When you compare modern day athletes to previous athletes, oh, I like where this is going. I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous yeah, to say you have a side podcast that someone yeah, like LeBron James can never so, like, be as good as a Wilt Chamberlain or something like that. I think you put LeBron James, current day yeah. LeBron James, against he's Wilt like, Chamberlain in his prime you know? mm-hmm. because he's an editor. <laughs> Yeah, he just show. doesn't know how to actually. I wish post. I could edit out your voices while I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, we're sorry. <laughs> no, I think if you put LeBron James, the greatest basketball player to ever live, against someone like a Wilt Chamberlain, even a Magic Johnson, go back even that far, and I think LeBron blows him out of the water. Yeah, and also too, like to your point, I know in the NFL back before it was as big as it is now, like the players had jobs during the off season. Like, so yeah. they didn't get to hone their craft 18 right. hours a day, six days a week. They didn't know the things to eat to make them as healthy as they are now. They would eat McDonald's on the way to a game. Have you, you guys know, it's like... seen that famous picture of, like, he played quarterback for the Chiefs, Lynn Dawson, and there's a picture of him smoking a cigarette <laughs> at halftime of a game? Sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> hey, oh, my Because of sports ball? Of sports ball? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I should No, I'm just saying, I, I respect people who were there first and, and did what they did at the time. Like this you, is an you don't. Podcast no, seriously, you can't. You can't have modern film. film without the stuff that they did in the 30s and the 40s. Okay, that doesn't automatically mean it's better. You can't have LeBron James without Wilt Chamberlain. That doesn't mean Wilt's better. So here's the thing, right? So uh, I think Rogue a... One's better than A New Hope. Okay, that's not right. But <laughs> here's the thing, like the intention back then when, uh, and back then, by the way, is a pretty vague term that you're it is. using. I am. It seems like you're talking about movies made. From like the 40s through the sure. 60s, probably, right? Yeah. This is something that George Lucas does talk about when he talks about method acting and going for more realism. Because I agree with you. Like, when I see the performances in Rogue One of just like, there's not a moment in any of the other movies, like, where Felicity Jones just breaks down and is sobbing on her knees. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing like that in the other movies. But that wasn't what they were going for either. Like, I just watched um, Sunset Boulevard recently, which is like an old noir movie. And it immediately was like, this is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It just really clicked with me. And it's like the actress who won Best Actress that year, and I'm not a real film fan, so I don't remember her name. But it's a crazy over-the-top performance. Mm-hmm. But that was the intention of the movie. Like, it is, yeah. it's noir. So it's snappy dialogue. People don't really talk like that. And throughout, like, film, I think back then was trying to express something more romanticized than real life. It yeah. was not trying to emulate real life. Now we try to do that more. And so it's just different. To me, it's not that it's necessarily better, but it often does resonate with me more. And I think, is this for sure like the greatest movie ever yeah. made? Or are we just saying that because it's always been said and nobody wants to be like the uncool person that's like, actually, there's newer movies. And I do, I do like, like Rear Window yeah, is probably buddy. one of my favorite movies. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just like Windows. I do love Windows. Yeah. The operating system. At first, you were disappointed that it wasn't a documentary about Windows. Right. I was, but specifically weird ones. Yeah. It's a good movie, though, but I... I hear you, buddy. But you, it's not... It's just not natural. It's not what I'm looking for in my favorite movies. Yeah, that's really. also, like, all comes to... Not that... 
Death Stars are natural either, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, come yeah. on. I want realism like the Death Star. But yeah, I want also, people to act like how I see them in real life. It's also what you want from art, I suppose. Like, if you're looking at a painting, you're not looking to be moved to tears. When you're listening to an album, you can be, but I mean, my five favorite albums probably hardly any of them move me to tears. I mean, it's just kind of, it seems like that's kind of what you... But you, a lot of them are Tears for Fears albums. <laughs> Four of them actually are. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is... Radiohead. The other one is Fear Factory, the metal band. <laughs> it's an all-fear top five. <laughs> but you're strong. You don't cry. I'm... Uh, Big boys don't he's, cry. I'm he's crying right ball. now. Look at him. He's like crying right Miley now. Like the Miley Cyrus song. I don't know what this podcast has become. Oh, boy. Nothing. So we, we've talked about, like... I, I like that we all put a, a, like a new one in the top, though. What was the highest rated new movie for you, Jasmine? Was it two? Was a new Hope and three? Was TFA? Because I think that's what I had too. Yeah, it was TFA. Can I also? We kind of glossed over the middle of the list. I had TFA four, and it feels like they. I feel like all you guys had that higher than I did. TFA. I had it as three. I had three too. Have it two. Three's in a two. The only thing I docked the the Force Awakens four, and once again, this is just a. Was it? It was a complete ripoff. Like, in all seriousness, like, I mean, we've talked about before, I don't agree with any of those takes, like, to the extent that some people do who want to rip on the movie. Yeah. But the thing for me, and this comes with my personal taste, I had A New Hope in An Empire Strikes Back at 1 and 2 because I'm, in my head, I'm giving it credit for being the best movies because of how they push the medium forward. And what I dock TFA for is, like, it did the best job of any movie ever at being Star Wars, like it captured that essence better than any movie, but I guess I'm just docking that for it didn't really move anything forward necessarily, but it did yeah. the best job ever of capturing the flavor of Star Wars, which is an achievement in its own sense, but I mean, it's just my taste. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Where yeah. did you have Rogue One ranked? Rogue One. Rogue One. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Rogue One was four for me, so I had it just above Return. Okay. But you're pretty positive on. You're not a spinning in an inner. Nah. Yeah, I'm pretty positive on it. The only thing I don't like is the generic complaint that Jen is a daddy's girl. I don't like it. That's a hmm. daddy's girl. That I've seems heard that one much. Now, no, I've heard that a lot. Oh, I've heard it a lot too. Yeah. Um. Now you're saying that you don't like the fact that her journey is so determined by her father. Yeah, I uh. really don't like that. But besides that, I don't really have any other problems with the movie. Yeah. I just don't like I ever since I heard that they supposedly changed some of her scenes because male audiences didn't like her being so strong oh, and That's a and you hear this? confident. I, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard it in an article, a couple articles or something. I won't remember. She where, Jen, but yeah. Cuz you know in the in the trailer she was a little more They cut out the scene from the trailer that she says I, I rebel, rebel and all and that cut, stuff. It's not, crazy cuz they had like on t-shirts and stuff. It's not in the movie. They cut, they cut it out because male Test audiences screens. said, yeah, she tested too like they didn't like how rebellious she was essentially. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. And that's so they redid a lot of her scenes. Oh, boy. And that's the main problem I have with that movie and a main problem a lot of people have with that movie. But besides that, I really loved it when I was watching the movie, sitting in theater. I was going, this is Star Wars. This is, like, I've been yeah. waiting for this. This is Star Wars. When you step back from it and you thought about it, you're like, eh. Is that more of what it was? Yeah, pretty much. But I still like it. And it's, of course, it has less rewatch value for me just hmm. because, you know, hmm. well, you know what's hmm. going to happen. Hmm. So, hey, I know what happens in Empire. 
Yeah, you but this one's like oh, like you the walked, emotional impact. Of yeah, it. you walked into the theater knowing what was gonna happen. Oh, that everyone's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. I get that. And so, like from the very first second, you know what's pretty much gonna happen. It's one that I probably rewatch the least because I am usually not in the mood to watch a movie where everybody dies at the end. That too. <laughs> it's often I went not my desire. A Rogue One phase, which I haven't rewatched it for a while, but I did go through a phase where like, I just kept watching that movie at least once or twice a week. It just it, it clicked with me in terms of rewatchability. It's but it to kind of your family. Yeah, I did it. We talked about that. I think. <laughs> that was a true bit from the show. <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't really gone back to it for no, for no particular reason. This is an interesting conversation. Maybe that's why I have it at six because I haven't gone back <laughs> in terms of just being the best. I just I, I worry that it's gonna because it's not an episodic movie that it could get lost in the shuffle of like you'll see like a like a top box office from like two thousand six and you're like. Oh, that movie came out in 2006. I remember seeing that. I don't know about that. I mean, the thing that bums me out is like, and this is my own fault for reading the comment sections of anything, but anytime <laughs> I do and it Rogue One gets brought up, almost universally the comments are like, ugh, Rogue One. What a crap movie that was. Like, everyone just kind of... Sounds like you're reading Spinner's personal text. Maybe it's because I only ever read his text to me <laughs> about Rogue One. That's but all he ever talks about. Ever. Brother. What would it be like to live with a person like that? I don't know. Kelsey? What do you think? <laughs> I'm interesting. Um, so, oh, you know what I was going to say? Building up, I just, this made me think of this and we don't have to keep it in or not. I've been watching The Office a lot. I've been mm-hmm. binging that show. And so I've been, like, reading interviews and stuff, and Pam, uh, that character... Babesley. Gained a... Pan, oh, <laughs> Pam Babesley is what Riley just said. He's on a roll this episode. That's what Andy says. Doesn't Andy say that in that episode? That I was assure you he didn't. Just you. Maybe that was a blooper. You're a blooper. I've seen The Office and the deleted being. scenes and bloopers 500 times, and yeah, I can assure you none of that's yeah, in there. Someone says ba- Pam Babesley. I, I, I will stake my whole life on I this. might have watched The Office all nine seasons through more than I've seen Rogue One. I mean, Hold I definitely a, have. I'm holding a knife to my throat. Someone says Pam Babesley. All right, you better find it. Okay. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. I Google it right now. Hey, listeners, this is Riley here while I'm editing. Um, So, we did not find this... Uh, footage of someone saying Pam Babley until after we stopped recording and I had to spend about 15 minutes trying to find a blooper from like season 3 of The Office where Andy says Pam Babley. I just wanted to come in and let you know I was the ultimate victor and I was correct. Someone does say it. Even though Jake and Isaac might claim to be the biggest Office fans in the world, I am the one who remembered this, not them. This is very vindictive of me to record this while they have no choice in the matter, because I have all the recording equipment at my home, and yet, here I am doing it. Thank you very much. Thank you to me for being correct. Thank you to Jake and Isaac for being wrong, and I guess Jasmine as well for being wrong. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. But Okay, so anyway, the reason why I brought that up is because... Uh, I was reading some interviews with Jenna Fisher because obviously throughout that show and later seasons she gains a lot more like agency and independence and apparently uh, male fans did not like that and preferred her as the more like quiet, insular uh, secretary. Submissive wallflower? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, I think she might have used that exact term and like that always bummed her out. She's like, I really liked what they 
what that character became, and it always upset her that so many male fans were like, I liked you before you were, like, your own person who did stuff. <laughs> Great. And that kind of reminded me of what you were talking about with Jin. Yeah, that's too bad. I didn't know any of this information. But that's more like fans didn't like the agency that the character had. Rogue One, it seems like you're saying the character does not have enough agency, which I uh, I can see. By the way, when you Google Pam Babesley... Oh, no. Oh, did you click <laughs> images? No. One of the first articles Save search on. is from this year that says, Chili's finally lifts ban on office character Pam Beasley. Oh, yeah, she can I now return that. to oh, Chili's. She can go back to Chili's. That's funny. It's quite so, the news in the yeah. She posted like a tweet a couple months ago of her like in front of a Chili's, and I was like, I like that she still references the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Cute. Are we still talking about the, the best? Let's just yeah. start talking about The Office. Yeah, no, okay, so... I think we should go to favorites. I like how we made it through this whole thing, and I was able to get off scot free on having Phantom Medicine number three. Honestly, <laughs> that is pretty crazy, wait, dude. What? That is pretty crazy, you dude. You had it above Phantom Menace, and then movies movies that are worse than the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, uh, TFA, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One. So and I, I know that two specific people in this room would disagree, but it's okay because it's my list. Phantom is Phantom. <laughs> Phantom Menace is my favorite of the prequels. I will say that. Yeah. Your, your list yeah. shows it. My list did show it. Okay. But there's I, no way it's worse or, or it's better than just TFA. TFA. No, it's not. Oh, I TFA. had to manually like like liar liar when he has to make his hand right but the pen is blue. I had to like make my hand not put it up a little bit higher than I did. But we're gonna get the favorites. Where did you have the Phantom Menace? Where'd you have it on your list, Jake? I had it, um, so it went Empire, New Hope, TFA, Rogue One, Phantom Menace, Return of the Jedi, Attack of the Clones, Friend of the Sith. Yeah. I just can't get over the, the visuals of the Phantom Menace. I think in terms of visual storytelling... It's joy to my heart. I just, like, I... It's one of the... I, <laughs> Jasmine's face. She's so mad. I can't think about that movie without getting a little smile on my face. It just makes me so happy. I can't when think, I think of, about that movie without thinking about how dull it is. When I think of Star Wars, I, the Phantom Menace is one of the first things that comes into my head. It just... It really is. It's like a new hope in that. You go from... Riley, why did you check out? I need help. I'm still looking for Pam Babesley. I know it's Man, around somewhere. It's not a thing. It's it. I got... Now, weirdo. tonight, I'm going to have to watch all the bloopers from every season because I know it's somewhere... That's a worthwhile endeavor no matter what. It kind what. of is. I'm not really sad. But I've also been watching all the bloopers in the middle of season five. Someone says Pam Babesley. No luck for Pam Babesley. I'm pretty sure it's Andy. What's the first season he's there? I think that's what he says. Season three. Okay. But he does not say that. I'll find it. Not right now. I'll find it. Doubting our office knowledge. Um, The nerve of this guy. Yep. Yep. He comes into his own house talking this kind of nonsense. Favorites. I'm not upset here. Are we ready for favorites? Favorites. Is our host ready? Uh, No. Okay. We were talking about. We were talking about. Phantom Menace, real quick. Pam <laughs> Everyone is looking up Pam Babesley. Phantom Menace, real quick. I think uh, is a lot better than it deserves to be because of the cast in that movie. I think Liam Neeson elevates that movie to a level it doesn't deserve, and I think Ewan McGregor is very good in it. And I think it's an okay movie. All right, great. Yeah, what helps me is acting is literally like the last thing I think about when I'm watching a movie. So I'm in a good space. Watch a lot of movies on mute, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that guy <laughs> He's like, buddy, and then he just started laughing and wide-eyed at me. I think that means he does watch a lot of movies on mute. Just grab my cat, rub its little head, and he purrs in my ear, and I just That's put it on mute. your TV? Yep. You rub your cat's head and the TV goes on mute? I just see visuals and... <laughs> That's really weird. But I, I, I support your endeavors. All right. 
We're going to do favorites now. Favorites. <laughs> Got to bring my list back up. You know what? The Phantom Menace is always going to get docked because it has become like uh, the... Pop the alternate joke like the trigger word like phantom menace whoa the phantom menace so when we're talking about favorites my list is going to shock you guys probably Face. but are we talking about the movies number three will shock you do we have say. to take into like factor like if i'm going to sit down and watch a star wars movie like the percentage which one are you gonna pop the in? percentage yeah. of which one mm-hmm. i'm going to pop in that's kind of what i was doing. on your best day in okay. the in the right mood What's gonna? Okay, that's rough. My Boy, list is gonna shock my you guys. Because the one I would just throw in and watch is probably different than the one I think is actually my favorite. Well, that's actually true. Yeah. Um, How many lists are we gonna make? Let's like let's make more <laughs> lists. <laughs> How many different ways can you interpret favorite? Is my question. I thought this was the most straightforward concept ever. <laughs> I thought so too. So this is obviously favorites. Also, kind of changes with the with the wind. So it it's does. A little it depends to, on what mood yeah. I'm in. It's hard to nail down the wind, guys. Hey. Me too. But I feel like mine's kind of. Mine settles. Mine's mine's settling. Actually, once again, that middle, that darn middle. That darn middle. Where it gets you. I, feel I like wish it... my middle was a little bit more uh, stern. Buddy, you're about to get married. It ain't gonna get any better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so much better when you can see his like his gestures and everything? It's so much fun. Uh, fans, we wish you could see us. We wish you could all be and here while we, we record. All eighty-seven of you. Are, and it's not where we want them to be. Remember that time <laughs> Isaac asked. Remember that time Isaac said we'd show all of our stomachs on Twitter? <laughs> that was very that was recently, so I do remember it. Um, okay. Recency uh, bias. Oh, that was, wait. That was on, that's on the RPG episode that's coming out. Oh, yeah, that's not out yet. <laughs> Jasmine, direct this. Oh, okay. Of a, of uh, somebody, um, Isaac. Okay, since yours is the most settled, what's your favorite oh, episode? Oh, okay. Then favorite. we'll go around the yeah. horn and then what's we'll talk favorite? about yeah. it. Favorite Star Wars movies, 8 to 1. 8, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. 7, A New Hope. 6, The Force Awakens. Five, Rogue One, four, Attack of the Clones, three, Empire Strikes Back, two, The Phantom Menace, one, Return of the Jedi. Oh, that was so loud. Eight, Revenge of the Sith, seven, A New Hope. Five, Rogue One, four, Attack of the Clones, three, Empire Strikes Back, two, The Phantom Menace, one, Return of the Jedi. I hate that I made you go first. Thank you. That's See, I, I told you shots were in the fire. Okay. No comments. No comments it. yet. No comments. No comments. Or Who's screams, next? Jasmine. No, yeah, Jasmine, that was the loudest scream. You're next. I've never seen our podcast like like soundbar. <laughs> I've never seen our podcast either. Black square on the like yeah, audio. Was... Isaac just like melted my brain. I'm gonna need to you to text me your list because I literally need to look at it. We had a yeah. listener of our show who actually told me that he was listening to our uh, original trilogy episode on his computer and that his computer literally shut down when I gave my trench run take. <laughs> like he wasn't joking. Like his computer literally like shut off. Something happened. <laughs> Something happened. Mm-hmm. All right. That's amazing. Riley. <laughs> Literally send me your list because I can't remember it. <laughs> Riley, what's yours? I command it. Have Jake go because I'm writing okay, it. Okay, Jake, go. what's You're yours? You go. You're next on the table. I don't... I'd, favorite, we're going around the favorite, circle. Favorite. Mine are a little jumbled, I think. I still think my favorite is Empire. And then I'm going to have to go Return. Then The Force Awakens, A New Hope. Rogue One, then all the prequels. In what order? What? What is your order of the favorite? You just said then all the prequels. I did it from top to... But what order are the prequels in? They're all just clumped together. Oh, this is not even a list. Okay. (laughs) I'll read my list in which I ranked the prequels. (laughs) (laughs) Favorites. Are we starting at the bottom? Yes. Eight to one. Bottom Revenge of the Sith. Eight to one, 97. Oh, I started. (laughs) 
That's the end of the show, guys. Just call in. That's how you get a hold of us. 821 614 area code. Okay. Favorites. Eight. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Seven. Boy. Return of the Jedi. Six. Rogue One. Five. The Phantom Menace. Four. Empire. Three. Attack of the Clones. Two. The Force Awakens. One. A New Hope. <sighs> I got butterflies reading that like this is revealing a part of my soul a little bit even though it's a part of my soul that changes almost every day (laughs) I don't know why it's a funny question that's a a good book title (laughs) a part of my soul that changes every day (laughs) it's a Jacob Christ story I've read a lot of autobiographies now (laughs) they're all the same you just slap a different title on (laughs) that's that's one of them yeah really it's my turn okay Um, so I went with this uh, from the angle of which one, if I'm going to sit down and watch Star Wars, I'm going to put these movies in in this order. Worst of worst to best. From worst to first. From Eight to one, nine, seven, ten. Read it. Revenge of the Sith. I'm never putting that in my DVD player ever again. Good lord. Boy. Attack of the Clones. A New Hope. The Phantom Menace. Not the Phantom Menace, sorry. The Force Awakens. Rogue One. Phantom Menace, oh. Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. Bold take that. Now we're Grandma talking on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So where do we go from here, guys? Well, we got to start with Riley. I don't know. Explain yourself. If you I'm going to sit down, if I'm just, weirdo. if it's been a couple months since I've seen a Star Wars movie, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to put in Empire Strikes Back because that to me is just, that's the, that is the Star Wars movie. I'm going to sit down and mm-hmm. watch the Empire Strikes Back. It's great. Um, after that, I really enjoy Return of the Jedi. That's just a fun yeah. movie. It has its it issues, is. but it's a That's, fun movie, and yeah. it also feels like Star Wars to me. I've been throwing that one on a lot. That's lately. probably the one I've watched the most. It was the one I watched the most as a kid, and yeah. Then, yeah, I wore it out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate the microphone. I was so that, excited to talk You know what's funny? That is like. Return of the Jedi is the movie I've watched the most, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, that's that's like the the Desert Island scenario. I would still take Return of the Jedi with me. It just That movie means so much to me personally. I, it's a Star Wars I yeah. can't abandon it. Um, but then the wild card out of that is I'm going to sit down and watch The Phantom Menace a lot. And I think mm-hmm. it has to do with nostalgia. I can, like, while I'm watching that movie, I can hear the intonation of every line that everybody says in that movie. Yep. I've seen that one so many times. Um, that's and, funny I watched it a week ago and I, I know exactly what you mean where I'm like it, 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 it's like you're singing along with a song like, yeah, you know like no, the, it's like, exact, that's you know exactly the guitar leads like, you know the yeah. drum beats and, <laughs> and I think you Lord. mean the Weird Al Yankovic song yeah the, the song <laughs> <Yes>. begins <laughs> I do know that song word that for word yeah not, it's a um, at the end movie. of this episode we're, we're all gonna sing that song together no we are not yeah we are um, music Gunray so yeah my lord is that legal <laughs> So it's just, it's a bad I movie. So. I don't think it's That's a good, good movie. News. I think it's a bad movie, but I'm going to sit down and watch it. Uh, and it has to do with nostalgia a lot. And then the You're rest preaching of... preaching to the choir here, my friend. And then the rest of it, you know, what I have, Rogue One, I enjoy that one a lot. Force Awakens, very good. A New Hope is a really good movie, but I'm, if I'm going to sit down and watch Star Wars, it's very rarely A New Hope. I understand. Um, I had it as number one. Yeah. I know, but if I'm just going to sit down and watch it, I won't pick that one. And then Attack of the Clones is alright. I'll turn it on every once in a while and Revenge of the Sith is literal. Did we all have like, we'll just assume Jasmine had three at the bottom if we went one, two, three. So we all had Revenge of the Sith at the bottom, guys. No! What gives? Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the worst. It's the worst Star Wars movie. Of, I, it's the worst Star Wars movie. Can I we just, all agree with that? No. 
You put it as the worst Star I Wars movie. I can't agree with what I said. It's the worst Star Wars movie. It's my eighth favorite, which it's is like a horrible thing to say. That's my least favorite flavor of M&M. They all kind of taste the same to me, to be honest with you. Attack of the Clones <laughs> is still my racist. least favorite, I think. I just can't. No, that's true. Can't get on board with it. You know, I've probably seen that the second most of any Star Wars movie. To me, it's the one that holds so up much. the least of all of them. Probably bad. true, but that, that might be why I watch it the most. Mm. I'm just fascinated mm. by that movie. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it, Ugh. and it's just so insane. I I love, we talked about this, but I love bad movies that are so bad they're good, and great movies, and there's the things that I love about oh, okay. The things that I love about Attack of the Clones, I really love, and the romance parts, which I don't like, I just kind of love them for how earnest yet swing and a miss they are. Like, they're so... They're trying so hard, they just don't hit, but I find it so endearing. I don't even think they're trying I, at all. Oh, I think they're trying. Mm. And I think that it really doesn't work, and that's my favorite kind of bad movie. I don't think they're trying at all, because when you go back and you watch interviews with... You? When you watch interviews between... I guess I mean, like, Lucas is trying mm, really hard. I guess, the but like... Okay. I'm like saying, if you watch interviews between Natalie and Hayden, they have so much more off-screen chemistry than on the big screen. It's... Yeah. I can't watch it. I, I guess it is tough too because I think the ones I probably rewatch the most right now are, are the new ones because they're still. You haven't seen them a hundred times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five hundred times. That might yeah. not be true of the Force Awakens. Once again, though, with number eight, just Revenge of the Sith. Not only is it oh, right, that's what we're talking about. It's not not only the most jumbled movie for me, but also it is. I talked about it when we in our episode originally on it. It's like a piece of cheesecake. Like it's just such a heavy movie. It's hard just like to throw it on and just experience children dying and people being thrown into fire and mm -hmm. all of the emotional intensity of it. But I really enjoy it. Is it is like, it's the most difficult watch for me. You gotta really be in the right mood for Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It's not like, hey, having a having a fun Saturday night home by myself. Depression. I really enjoy, though, the dichotomy of these lists because I feel like the room is split this way. I'm pointing... In a way, our listeners can't see. <laughs> really but useful I gesture. I feel like Riley and I have a new hope toward the bottom, and the other side of the room has a new hope toward the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in but terms not of on favorite, the, not on the best list though. I I have it near the top on my best list. Me too. I watch but... uh, New Hope the most probably because I uh, I think it's a perfect movie. I, it is just the. It's a very good movie. It's the Star Wars experience that that I want, guys. It's a very but good movie. Honestly, I'm just not gonna I've, turn more, it on. The more I think about it. And I've already written this list. And as I said, it changed with the wind. I think... You can't change it tonight. I, I'm going to change it right now. Oh. <laughs> I think the three that I genuinely like when I think of Star Wars that I just want to throw in a Star Wars movie, it is probably A New Hope, TFA, or The Phantom Menace. Like those, the start of the trilogy where it's just, it's just happy stuff happens. And everyone's having a good time fighting with lightsabers. And the good guys win at the end. When, yeah, when Qui-Gon dies, it's so happy. Everyone, when Han dies, it's one, so happy. When <laughs> Obi-Wan <laughs> dies, it's so happy. Jerk. <laughs> if you could just get over a mentor dying in a stupid movie, you'd like it more. Uh, um, I don't know why we're having this discussion anyway, because we all know what that the, the Last Jedi is going to come out, and it's going to be the best and oh, favorite. So That's what we really need to talk about. It's going to happen. It's going to be at the true. top of every list most, ever made. I feel like I have the most trepidation on this movie of anyone on Earth. Besides no. Jasmine. Okay, so no, we both once again, do. we're split. Yeah. You know what? I talked to Bradley last night. Yeah? He's got a lot the, of The table has definitely been split every single way it can I love now. It. <laughs> we have. Yep. We all agree on certain things. I mean, we've held hands. <laughs> I think Thor has the most trepidation. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I understand what the Once literal you, things you're so saying. So anyway, my thing with the, <laughs> here we go with the Last Jedi. 
The last thing I'm going to say as the other room the doesn't take part I've in this conversation. Made. I didn't even hear the joke. Me neither. So I'm just going to move on. The Last Jedi feels like a movie that I could like more as it goes on, but I Revenge of the Sith is the... You've just pre-decided that you're not going to like it that much when it comes out? No! What is happening, you But What am I doing over here? <laughs> I don't know. My impression that I get <laughs> is... not having seen it. It's going... <laughs> What's going on, I was thinking buddy? of that song. All the, the mighty Boston's. Yeah, that's all I could think of. <laughs> anyway, the I can see that Scott like. Please do. The impression that I get is that I I can't do this. We'll cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here we go. I'm gonna double it. Continue like saying the, why you've predecided you don't. The like. Force Awakens was like the ultimate initial like viewing experience for Star Wars, and I think the Last Jedi could be the opposite of that. Mm. Or I think it's gonna be a grower, which could be end up making making a really good thing. <laughs> But what if it doesn't grow? That's my only fear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh boy. It's like the next. It's like the next Radiohead album, where I'm like, I know it's going to be a grower, but what if it's, this is the one that doesn't grow? And that'd be a real shame. Yeah. One but it hasn't days. happened. Exactly. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. But what if it did? Nah, Force Away or Last Jedi is going to be the best movie. I honestly, I honestly I believe that. I don't know the last time I saw a trailer for a movie and just knew in my heart that it was going to be my new favorite movie yeah. ever made. I've kind of turned it into a, I've kind of turned it into a bit at this point because I say it so much. But I honestly believe the Last Jedi is going to be the best Star Wars movie. I do too. I just I'm, don't understand how you can be that positive about it. We're happy people with you know good it things. It looks going like on in our I life. love. I don't like being disappointed. I love the even cast. Even though I said I, I did in another episode. I love the cast. You know how to make the Force Awakens cast better you add mark hamill as luke skywalker yeah so this movie is doing that wait what if you want to make like the force awakens cast is pretty much perfect the only way to make it better is if you have luke skywalker which it did but it didn't but it didn't really did it this movie has luke skywalker speaking True that. so you made the cast better because it was already Boom. an excellent cast you got laura dern in there too You've got who I think, yeah, you, that's true. You got Laura Dern. You have who I think is a better director than J.J. Abrams, and I like J.J. Mm. Abrams a lot. But I think mm. Ryan Johnson's a better director and can make better movies. R.J. Mitty. So, <laughs> R.J. Mitty. So yes, I'm going to give it that. It's got a better director. It's got a better cast, even though it's mostly the same cast. And the trailer just looks amazing. I don't think it just looks really good. That in the history of audio recording, there's been a more millennial podcast ever just on tape. This is we have captured (laughs) everything that people hate about millennials in one show. We've got the also. We are not at Applebee's right now, guys. We are not using (laughs) paper towels. We're not drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm actively or sabotaging golf courses as we speak. So our favorite Star Wars movies that are actually out right now. Yeah. No, but it is. I should have put TLJ number one. Now that I think about it, Last Jedi trailer is going to be up there for me, guys. It's my favorite movie. Do we want it's to talk so about? We want to talk about how number six, The Force Awakens, has happened to me after it came out two years ago. How it has happened to you? How yeah. did that movie, movie happen has you? happened to you? You said it happened to me. Now it's number six. What are you saying? The Force Awakened? Yeah. Like what it kind happens. Of, it's oh, you're it, the plateau turning into a, a plateau. Yeah, what I worried a, about having know. a precipitous fall, like it just kind of happened organically. It did, but yeah, organically. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it it lost its rewatch value pretty quickly. Not nah. to a certain. I think it did. Being named Jacob Kreitz and Ryan. Ryan I still Gilman. love it, and I think it's great. But I have to be in the mood again. to watch it. I want it. to watch it right 
We're splitting this table so many ways, you guys. Yeah. And maybe it'll go higher once Last Jedi and Episode Nine come out, because it's going to have more... Because you're going to put it above The Last Jedi? Sure, Riley. Where do you guys rank Solo? Um, I see almost zero way that it will not be my least favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, that's like crazy. Like 15. 15? Yep, 15. There's no way. There's no way it's worse than that. That's my favorite. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get past the someone not someone being Han that's not Harrison. Hmm. I don't think I can get past that. I don't care about that. But the woke people on Twitter insist that you're wrong, so explain <laughs> yourself. But you're not, not being woke. accepting of new Star Wars, and you should be, uh, you should feel bad about what you're doing right now. <laughs> I don't know. This mega so corporation needs your support. <laughs> Donald Glover. I'm excited about that. That's my argument for Solo. Donald Glover. I don't think that there's... I, I don't I give mean, a flying fart about the cast of any movie ever, and that's just me. I'm sorry. Yeah, you that's weird. Acting and, that's weird, yeah. dude. No, that's weird, dude. I wish every <laughs> movie was weird, a cartoon dude. with robot voices. <laughs> Like a I, uh, so here's the thing for me. <laughs> oh, this person's in this movie? This is going to be why all the tickets sell, and it's going to be so good because of this one specific person. I think Donald Glover is a really good actor who I enjoy everything that he's done. So I'm do I think fine. he's going to make Solo a better movie? I yes. I do. I mean, it is probably the main appeal for me at this point. As Donald opposed to Glover. literally Donald anybody Glover. else you could put on the screen to read lines. Yeah, actually. Yes. Yes, he is one of my favorite You could put Michael B. Jordan in there, and I don't think it would. I wouldn't be as excited because he's not. You could not... put Michael regular Jordan on there. <laughs> He's not, he's not Donald name? Glover. That's Michael a Hollywood joke. <laughs> no, so I, think, I think it's going to be better with, with Donald Glover than anybody else they could put in that role. So we're explaining the concept of why actors are good to Isaac. Yeah, that's a weird thing to explain. sometimes it's good to have a better actor and it makes How did this happen better. to this episode? <laughs> what is going on with your this brain? Host. It's weird. Take control. <laughs> yeah, host. No, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> favorite movies, go. <laughs> oh, what were we? Oh, so I, I do want to talk about Solo. Because I have to admit, when Rogue One was coming out, I was like, I don't feel the same level of hype. I don't think that this will be like The Force Awakens, where I see it ten times in the theater. Or I guess I saw it seven times in the theater. But it totally ended up being like that. I'm going to see Last Jedi eight times. That is a true thing that I endeavor to do. Okay. It won't happen. Um, (laughs) I'm getting married in January. (laughs) There will be no time for The Last Jedi. How many can you squeeze in? Like, I've been able to get four viewings in the first weekend of both the new movies. I've, I've really liked it. It's a good time, guys. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I have explained to Christina, like, it's important to me that I see this several times in the theater. She's like, okay. <laughs> that, that was kind of... And, and then I was like, let me explain what mansplaining is next. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my deal with Jamie, too. Like, she she didn't understand it, but she understood it, like, for my benefit. It was important for you. <laughs> I think for a lot of people, it is genuinely weird to see movies more than one time in the theaters, though. No, that's true. I saw The Force Awaken, Force Awaken twice in the same day. Yeah, I first day it came out. You know yeah. what? That's the thing I can do, which is weird, because I can see a movie multiple times that I like, but I can't do it two do times in the same day. you want to know, and this is just because it's already the worst episode of anything. Fine. Do you want to know a real movie that I saw twice in one day? What? Yes. Beauty Wreck-It Beast. Ralph. Finding Nemo. Beauty I'm, story. I'm pretty sure I saw it twice in one day. That's so if weird. memory serves. Ew. It was weird. But mm. I saw a matinee that I wasn't excited to see it, and I liked it so much. I saw it at like, some dinky theater, and I was like, I want to see this in IMAX. And I went later that day, and <laughs> I saw it in IMAX. Who were you with on both these watches? Zero people. It was nice. just <laughs> Achievement unlocked. But Han Solo. <laughs> the reason why this started was because... Sometimes. I... <laughs> great fact. was because mm-hmm. I felt like there's no way this Rogue One movie is going to have that same level of impact for me because it's not like an official Star Wars movie, but it totally was. Even so, I have a hard time grasping Han Solo having that level of impact on me as a fan. 
I think I'll probably see it twice. I think the thing it it's it could achieve is it can't almost it like almost can't achieve like essential to Star Wars, but it could achieve like a kind of like a companion piece like Raiders of the Lost Ark did, where it's like almost synonymous. I mean it's it's a movie that people can go back to in that way where it doesn't resonate emotionally. Just in terms of like action adventure movie, like Raiders is the the yeah. gold standard. So I think that's what Solo could hope for, which still isn't my favorite concept for a Star Wars movie. <laughs> we know how you feel about Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I like Raiders. I don't think I don't like you just the like term people raid in general in real life. You don't like the movie, the team. Yeah, <laughs> you like the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I don't like the term or, or deciding if a movie is essential to Star Wars or anything. None of these movies are essential. Oh, I don't think that I feel that way. It's not that like this isn't essential. I just don't see it. I don't resonating think... with me as much. Okay, I can understand. The that. very I just don't idea like of it. The people, the me. complaint I've seen a lot is like this isn't a story that needs to be told. I, none of these are stories it that need to matter. be told. No movie. I think, I think if you tell a, a compelling story, I don't know anything about this Alden Ehrenreich. I haven't seen anything that You haven't seen a Hail Caesar? No, I haven't seen anything. He's good in that. I've heard he's good, though. I think if he can be a charming guy, Han Solo's an interesting character. Obviously, we know how I stand about Donald Glover. I think he's going to be excellent. Right there with you, fam. If you have a... A good plot for this movie. I think it can be a fun movie. Is it going to be essential? Is it going to be held up there? Is it probably going to be my favorite Star Wars movie? Probably not. But if it's a fun, interesting story, that's you know, the thing. I want it I'm to be about fun. I like most. Ron Howard. I don't want it to be serious or. Yeah, I'm sure like, it's going to try to be. make it into an action, like just yeah. action movie. I want it, it to be I mean, fun. It's, it's Han Solo, who's it's a Han. goofball who messes up a lot. Yeah. But so, guys, this lean into that. I demand the world of this movie. Yeah, I demand. Look. And There's I gonna must be bad Star accept Wars it movies. with all my heart. And if anybody has any negative opinions about it, <laughs> I must tell them on Twitter that they are wrong. In fact, I'm going to block them. Do it. Okay. Are you upset? I'm not upset. I'm not upset at all. Period. He's <laughs> crying, though. And, boy, the next time, uh, after the upgrade crying is going to start. Well, yeah, that's where I'm at. Was, I, I guess it, it'll, it'll just be different because that's why I was so pleasantly surprised by Rogue One where it was like, it all it, it fit in like another puzzle piece into the saga because there's something I really love about having one through seven and mm-hmm. Rogue One kind of fits into that and that's it why makes I view... Revenge of the Sith better and A New Hope better but that movie didn't need to be improved but yeah how does but, like, it no, no 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 tell me how it makes Revenge of the Sith better because I don't think that if you're watching the movies numerically that Revenge of the Sith is a great lead into A New Hope but I think that Revenge of the Sith into Rogue One, where you're seeing the effect of the Empire and how it's grown and all this stuff, it makes both movies more See, effective. I still think there's too much of a gap between Empire and Rogue One to see any of that transition. Not Empire. New Hope and or, yeah. Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One. There's too much of a. There's still too much. Of a I gap. would love I can't, to see a movie uh, that kind of immediately follows Revenge of the Sith. I would prefer to have that. Which and like maybe, just seeing like transition. From are you Quo saying Army. seeing an Obi Wan movie? Are you saying seeing Darth Vader in the suit for one second and yelling "No" isn't enough of a transition to get from Anakin I mean, to you know? You're leading the witness. Subject. Yeah. <laughs> Sustain. Uh, yeah, I don't enjoy this opinion. Okay, but that's that's where I'm at with, with Solo, though, where like I, I like the whole 1 through 7 and soon to be 1 through 8 concept with Rogue One kind of really, I, in my opinion, notching in really well to that, fitting like a puzzle piece. And But I feel like Solo is going to be a 
more like a more grandiose version of all the other origin stories we've been getting, like in the novels with like a, a Phasma or Tarkin or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like the Leia book, I, I wasn't into the concept of it, but as we talked about on the show, when I read it, I was like, this was just really fun to read and it was a good story. So I didn't feel like it was a waste of time. I really liked it. I recommend people read it. I like how I think I include myself in this. A lot of people are complaining about a movie that they're really going to like. And I think that's where I'm at with Solo. <laughs> I'm really going to like the movie, <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm, I'm like going to wring my hands for yeah. the entire lead up. I think I'm ready for a Star Wars movie that doesn't matter. And I feel like yeah. that's what Solo is. Like even Rogue One, it... While it is a Star Wars story, like you said, it fits so perfectly with A New Hope and it explains so much of how they got those plans and everything. I don't see Solo factoring into any of the movies and I hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind, of, I'm kind of ready for a Star Wars movie that doesn't matter. I want it to be really separate. I mean, I know that they're going to inevitably do the Wookiee like, encampment of them meeting for the first time cool. and... And I know that they're going to do the Kessel Run and all these little things mm-hmm. that you've heard of. And But it won't be essential. It'll just be fun. And I will yeah. say, that was kind of nice with Rogue One. Is I wasn't... It's not like The Last Jedi where you're like, so hyped. You were just like, huh, I wonder what this is going to be like. And yeah. then you're like, whoa, that was really good. And I feel that way about Han Solo, where I just... I'm like, huh, I wonder how this is going to... I feel like almost like if you had reversed the order... And if you had released the movies, like, if they did Solo first, and then they would have done, like, a Kenobi movie, and then given us Rogue One, we wouldn't be conditioned after one movie to think, like, movies have to be essential, even as, like, the side yeah, pieces, the, like, the yeah. Star Wars stories. Do you think Rogue One has kind of screwed the, the standalone stories because it was so good? Like, it was, <laughs> it felt like such a part of Star Wars that now it's like, oh, wait, we were kind of intentionally trying to do things that could stand separately. Yeah. No, I think you make a good movie and people will be fine with it. But I guess I mean in terms of, like, what Isaac was saying, like, it has to be an epic. It has yeah. to be some epic story that is essential. To me, that seems like a holdover from the giant nerds who are, uh, who are sad when Legends was no longer canon. Like, everything, like everything, like, everything has to matter. I'm, I, I would, I want them to get upset that it doesn't matter. I guess what I'm trying to express is, like, from, um, Disney Lucasfilm's perspective. Yeah. Do you think they, having seen the reception and success of Rogue One, think these lesser movies that we had in the pipeline, we need to rethink that because those are not going to be as epic as Rogue One. I'm not saying that I don't care. I hope they don't, though. I hope they're less like... I agree. I was into the crazy 21 Jump Street version of Solo that it seemed to be... Like, I was... I I would have been into into that. that. Even if it was terrible, I would have been like, I I like that they did something weird. I want Hmm. weird, but I don't know if I want... Ace Ventura. I mean, you you heard my list. I love bad movies. Oh, I embrace them. That is true. <laughs> so r- ranking our favorite movies one <laughs> one through eight. What's uh, what else we got here, guys? I think we're done. Do we go through the favorite list one more time? Sure. <laughs> closing arguments. Just, the, Just read your in list. Closing. I Does the host agree with down. this? I mean, I guess. I can't <laughs> stop you guys. <laughs> <laughs> As the host, you most certainly can. The... Yeah, you, you have just that, have to you say have that the episode power. And, and then we do it. You just say the outro, which is the intro. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to go well. Worst, least favorite to most favorite. Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones. A New Hope. The Force Awakens. Rogue One. The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back. What did I do? Can't change it now. Riley's a good man. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I had, are still good. I had Phantom Menace as my third best and second favorite. I just, I, I really love that movie. I've... 
I do too. I've always really liked it, I but it's just you're my friend. I love you know it. It's okay. Too. We got got this way going. This way it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Just this. Uh, we don't need them. We don't need, <laughs> we don't need anyone or anything at all. Get your own microphones. Jalsman. 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 I didn't even write mine down because I just oh. said it off the top of my head. Okay, so I'll, I'll well, put... Well, see, this is the same as the list you said earlier, then. <laughs> so then the worst to best... I'll Okay, I'll number the worst prequels to first, but now. your favorites. Yeah, this is favorites. Yeah. Okay. So you can but you know, now admit from that you see bottom the bottom to top. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yeah, so, no. Attack of the Clones is still my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Then, Re- then Revenge. Then Phantom. Ooh, this is where it gets tough. Then... Rogue One. Oh man, this is tough. I really like it's that. It's tough. Like a new list. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we said it was fluid. Yeah, yeah, it's not fluid anymore. It's a solid. It's a solid. <laughs> it got cold. <laughs> now I can't think. Um, it's so cold. <laughs> Rogue One. Rogue One. Then you have to say either Force Awakens or A New Hope or. Oh man. Um, we'll go A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, (laughs) The Force Awakens Empire. So it changed. Changed a little bit. (laughs) What's going on with you It changes a lot. Um, all right, Jake, final one. Hey, fellas and fellettes. (laughs) This is, uh, (laughs) Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, Phantom Menace, Empire, Attack of the Clones, Force Awakens, and New Hope. You put Attack of the Clones above Empire. As wow. favorites that I throw on I more often. I know, I yeah. know, I, only I know, had, I know. I feel like Empire at number three for me is the lowest anyone's ever had that movie ever. What was yours? Jake just had it at four. I had it at four. five, my friend. A five. Empire no, at five. It was at four. Oh, okay. Yeah, you and me, three and four for Empire. That's... Well, I love it, but I tend to always want to watch the movies in order. So, like, honestly, like, when I, especially the original trilogy, I'd it's hard for me just to watch one. I want to watch all three of them in a row. So I'll, I always, if I'm in a Star Wars mood, like I'll watch New Hope Friday, Empire Saturday, and Revenge of the Sith Sunday, guys. There it's you go. Just a little peek into my private life. Sith Sunday. Yeah, I had eight Revenge of the Sith, just like I said, it was just cluttery and cheesecakey. Seven, A New Hope. The like when I mentioned that episode, the first act of that movie is. Why are we doing this again? I don't spectacular. know. Spectacular. <laughs> you know what? It was my idea. I got to roll with it. <laughs> Seven was a new hope. First act was great, and then it falls off for me. TFA at number six. I don't know how that happened. Number five, Rogue One. Good movie. Four, Attack of the Clones. Great movie. Act three, buddy, let me tell you. Empire Strikes Back at number three. Good movie. (laughs) Phantom Menace is number two. I love that stupid movie. Revenge of the the Jedi. (laughs) Number one. My inability to say Return of the Jedi is rubbed off on Isaac. I always say Revenge of the Jedi on accident. Hey, so did George. Hey. He was like, whoops, I didn't mean to put that. Just kidding. Then Luke's like, Mark Hamill's like, no, no, let's change it to Return. That's not what happened. That's what they say happens. Didn't you ever hear that? I've heard heard like a few stories. They had posters posters of like Revenge Revenge. of the Jedi and everything, and Mark Hamill says that he said to Luke. Revenge doesn't really seem like a Jedi thing. Shouldn't it be someone else? And then George changed it to Return of the Jedi. I've not heard that version of it, actually. I've heard that's what I've always heard is that Mark Hamill said revenge doesn't seem like the Jedi way, which is true. Good old Mark Hamill. Good old Marky Mark. I'm curious to see what he didn't like about uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, probably. I don't. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think Luke's kind of going to be a coward. 
in yeah. some ways. And that's probably what I really like. don't want to see that happen. Not not. I think when push comes to shove, he's going to be Luke Skywalker. I just but I think he, we've already seen he hesitates. I don't think he's going to want to train Ray. Yeah, I can't see a second act of a Star Wars movie where like the old older person is. I mean, because Yoda was Yoda and Obi Wan were right in Empire that Luke shouldn't have gone. Like, so you, you have to think that whatever Ray decides to do, she's not going to be correct. I just can't see her going to the island and be like, hey, Luke, uh, cheer up, Buttercup. And he's like, no. And she's like, come on. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> if that's The Last Jedi, I'd be really upset about that. I really like that version of it. And I would like uh, a listener to make a comic strip of that exact sequence of events with that dialogue. I don't think Obi-Wan and Yoda were right. Oh, boy. If Luke hadn't gone there, he never would have found out that Darth Vader was his dad, and he never would have tried to save him, and he never would have convinced Darth Vader okay, play to throw Palpatine down the pit. Play ball so... with me here. Okay. I'm just, of... We're just talking as okay. friends now. I just wanted to talk about it. I don't think... I think Luke was in the right to lose. No, so, really got a point. At the, at the end of Empire, if w- without the knowledge of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Luke is missing a hand, has been given a shocking revelation, and is at the bottom of a pit. Leia's so, probably dead, and Han's probably dead. At the end of that movie, mm-hmm. it looks he like did not Luke saved them. Uh, they saved themselves. True, I Explain guess. yourself. Han probably wouldn't get rescued without Luke, though, from Jabba. In the next movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying, I don't think that... I don't think leaving was the wrong choice. What else was Leota going to teach him? Apparently, a lot more stuff that he learned in between Empire to and To be more Jedi. like a Jedi... I don't know if that's what you need to do. To I think we also kind of saw... I think We Luke... disagree on whether or not Yoda's concept of the Force has like improved mm-hmm. in the I've, interim. That's where I think the, what's cool about The Last Jedi where it could potentially go in terms of... I think you're kind of right where it wasn't Yoda who taught Luke that you need to throw your lightsaber away. Luke kind of figured that out along the way. And that's like the, the whole kind of real shocking thing at the end of The Force Awakens that Rey is trying to hand Luke the lightsaber back. When Luke reached this like self actualization of his character, when he yeah. threw away his lightsaber, now he's being asked to come back to the fight. Yeah. So I think like maybe Yoda and Obi Wan may have been trying to teach him like violence isn't the way. But then again, but they're he's whole, telling them they have to whole, face them. It's it's their it's whole thing weird. is he, they wanted him to kill Darth Vader. Yeah. Did they ever Luke, say that Luke, though? I forget. Yeah, Luke. Even I think at one point Luke even says. After he finds out he's his dad, he asks Obi Wan, or he says, "There's still is there still good in him, or something like that." And they're like, "Nah, you got to kill him, bro." I think it was Obi Wan and Yoda's idea to just kill Darth Vader. That's what needed to happen. I think they were a little too close to the situation and to Anakin. Yeah, and Luke came in with fresh eyes and said, "Nah, this guy, even though I don't agree that he can be redeemed, Luke thought that he could be redeemed." Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what. Luke found it. It's like maybe Yoda and Obi-Wan got close because, I mean, Yoda has that line because he was the the warrior in the prequels and then he's the one who says, war make not one great. Yeah. So Yoda maybe, was maybe getting close, but he still had that little sliver of needing to get one on Anakin. There, yeah, they're I think always in the back of Yoda and Obi-Wan's minds, even after all their meditation is, they needed to destroy the Sith. Which they did need to do, but I don't know. I think Luke... Despite it being his dad, Luke was not that close to Anakin, obviously, mm-hmm. so... Which would be cool to see, like, if they come out with, like, canon material beyond from a certain point of view about Qui-Gon talking to Obi-Wan and Yoda. Yeah. And what, what he thought about what they should do with Anakin. Thinking, like, if there had been tension 
between them. That'd, that'd be really cool to find out. That Yoda story, though. Yoda did not want to train Luke. Mm. It's a good story. You got to look at it. Because it's, yeah. Whew, it's real good. I would go ahead and just read that one right now. It's so it's self-contained on Dagobah. You know, it's... That's what I'm thinking about, just to get those, like, that and the Obi-Wan one. They just sound so good. Yeah. Because I, I think all those the stories... Those are definitely the best parts. All the stories have a good quality to them, but, mm-hmm. I mean, some you just have to, like... Some of them are, are just fun. Like, the paperwork one is just a fun story. Yeah. But, boy, you learn a lot about Obi-Wan from his stories, and mm-hmm. you learn a lot about Yoda. Ooh, you <laughs> should go home and read it tonight so we, so we can talk about that one, yeah, because really that story is really good. Uh... Because what you guys were talking about in the Leia book last week about how she's like a fully formed person in that book already. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, that plays into what man. Yoda has to say about Leia. Yeah, just because I really wonder what's going to happen with her because this book is called Journey to the Last Jedi. So also that uh, Journal of Luke Skywalker. Oh, that's yeah. That's a journey book as well. So like there's going to be something that ties in. I feel like in the Leia book, there has to be something that ties into the Last Jedi just beyond the fact that Holdo's in this yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of silly if that turned out to be the only that, connection. That was the thing. I hope, uh, I need to get that Luke book. Darth Goody says it's pretty good. He said, um, yeah, the Luke Skywalker book. Darth Goody got it, and on Twitter he said something about, um, like the third story was really good. The third story was like, it was about the force told through parables or something like that, or about, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So I'm like, I'm kind of into that. I'll, I'll read that. No, Jake's back. The episode's over. Cool. Yep. Jasmine? Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> I have to do this again. Um, okay, so this has been another. Wait, wait, where wait. Can wait, what? Anyone where can find people us find us? On the you internet. Know, I haven't done this before. You mean break? <laughs> How else do you end a podcast? You gotta you hook gotta, them up with the links. You well, gotta plug you it can, up. Give them you the can, links. Um, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Plug us on Patreon. At uh, Grandma Off Talking. Yep. Uh, what are all your guys' Twitter handles? At, I don't know. I don't follow at you. At Riles Bowman. At Irek. <laughs> at Jacob Kreitz. Cool. And then you can also send us an email. At jazzbrock underscore no at gmail.com no okay <laughs> well you could try grandma talking at gmail.com you could do that that might work you could go to our website which jake hasn't updated in years Ooh, busted <laughs> you should do that <laughs> okay now you can do we have a discord outro. oh yeah we do have a discord uh ask about our discord right now. jake's got to answer the phone wedding business Uh-oh. we're getting a look okay so that's it for our episode i think Nothing else to say. Jasmine, no, take us there. I don't think so. Take us home. This has been another uh, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga. I cannot... Taylor Swift. Just always think Ta- of Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Wait. Taylor to the modern Taylor Swift. to the modern <laughs> fanatic. <laughs> no. I, I'm Brought so lost. to you. Brought to you. Lovingly. Lovingly. In, in weekly increments. Mm-hmm. Bye, who? Bye, your loquacious yet soothing hosts. Oh yeah, good enough. <laughs> what? What is it? Loquacious yet soothing voices of your voices, hosts. voices of all these people at hey. this table. Hey. And one person not at the table. Hi, I'm Jake. My name's <laughs> Jake. And I went over to Jake's microphone to talk. Yep. And now we're out. This is done. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Mommy puppets. So do we start this episode acknowledging the pizza guy said something, or do we just put that in at the end? Let's put it in the very end. Okay. I we'll think put we that should, in or we could end. go like, hey, earlier on Grandma <laughs> Talking.
with the heart music. I agree. We should reference something early in the episode because I like things being out of order. It's my favorite thing in a podcast. <laughs> okay. It's not that bad. I just wish that you wouldn't do it. I know. <laughs> Honestly, Jake, that makes me want to do it even I more. I know. I know. Fine. I find it funny on my own, but. What if the pizza guy just shows up and that cat's pizza guy? What, what, what if that is the pizza guy? <laughs> oh. Do you need money for the pizza? Um, <laughs> More like the pizza cat. <laughs> 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 oh. Hides the pain on my insides. <laughs> Someone is pulling up into a driveway that is yours. Is this... Do you, yeah. um, Smelling pizza. Do you need some cash? I'll change the tenor yeah, of this conversation. I got two. Do you want to join the podcast for a minute? And say hi to our fans? It's a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're bring Mike one to the door and say hi. It would make people so happy if you did it. Yeah, all right. Come in. Yeah. All right. Hey. 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 Just our... say, hey, Star Wars fans. Yeah, just say, hey, Star Wars fans. Okay. What's your name? Name's Casper. Casper. Casper, uh, the Papa first John's guy. guest on the podcast, Casper. The last the point of the listeners. So Find him. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Sick. Casper. Thanks, Casper. Thank you. <laughs> okay. you too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So you need you should introduce the best and favorites uh, concept. The what? Best oh. and favorites. Best You're, and the favorites. Host You're the host. You're the host. What the most? Are going to accuse us of being the host uh, sucks. Being it does. Bigoted. It really sucks. It really does. I hate doing it, but what everyone has to. What are we doing? Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with that. My cord. idea was okay. <laughs> My idea was that. <laughs> oh. My idea Creepy. was. <laughs> my idea was that we could uh, go around the movies, go around, <laughs> go around the circle. Come on, we no. What am I saying? Okay, 